0: What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're gonna talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston podcast hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health related. We're gonna talk about all sorts of health information as well as hopefully clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today we have Eliza. What's up, Eliza?
1: How's it going? We're
0: excited to have you. I think this is gonna be a fun one. Um, tell me a little bit like, we met through High Low Fitness and seen some cool stuff on Instagram, mm-hmm. but uh, I love these interviews because like, I, I don't know a ton about you or your story, so like, obviously there's got to be a reason that you're in health and fitness now and doing this stuff, so I'd love to know. You can go as far back as the womb. Like, oh, where, the did, where did this all start?
1: Uh, okay, well, we won't go back that far, <laughs> okay. but I guess it did kind of start in the womb. My family had always been into you know running and triathlons and things like that. We were not a very... Hand eye coordinated family. It was more endurance, fitness, things like that. And then nutrition was a big part of that. My father always kind of had it instilled in us that, you know, if you have a headache, you need to drink water. Or if you're cranky, then have you eaten? Or, you know, if we want to get our iron, then he would just give us a ton of spinach and say, oh, if you're feeling cold during the winter, maybe your iron is low. And he would cook in a cast iron skillet. So little things like that. And then, yeah, and then my, uh, they were all athletes. They all, you know, rode their bike everywhere. They were all running all the time. My sister was, um, she was a national champion in track and field in college, and I kind of just dabbled in every little sport. So that was, you know, I've always been active, and I've always been interested in sports and movement, and I've always been a little bit ADD, too, So, which I think is good in an ever-evolving industry. But (laughs) so, I guess where it started as more of a career or a passion, lifestyle, what have you. Uh, So I played sports in high school. And then when I was in college, I didn't play any collegiate sports or anything like that, but I had started to kind of get a little bit more into weightlifting, nothing too serious. And then I was in a car accident and broke my back. Well. I, it always sounds so bad, <laughs> right? Know. It's like, you just picture
0: I, somebody who's like folded in half, like
1: folded in half yeah. with like, mm-hmm. you picture the yeah. girl, Regina George from Mean girls mean girls, oh, and yes. she's just oh, in God. this metal brace. Yeah. It was not quite like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was in a car accident and then I, um, I had a compression fracture in two parts of my back. Thank God it was my spine. So I won't get too much into the detail of that, sure. but, um, I was in a brace. I couldn't he, he the doctor at first didn't think I was ever gonna be able to walk again and then um, Really? Yeah, he came into the room and he was like you know, they still had me all strapped into the gurney and they, they weren't letting super, me move. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't letting me move at all. I was in there for an hour by myself and I was had just been in the snow because we were um, we were in Boone, North Carolina. I went to App State and our car flipped over twice, landed on the back. Like it was just out of this world, traumatic, and then sure. um, when we got out of the. Uh, anyways, so I was frozen stiff in this gurney. He came he came in and he was like, You know, I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to get you to walk again. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I walked that out was a reaction. I walked yeah. out of the hospital, I was like, No, dude, I'm doing it. Yeah, so I knew that I could move my fingertips, so I was like, Okay. Um after that I just realized that I was so grateful to be able to move my body and I didn't realize how important just functionality was and just being able to bend over and put pants on like I was pantless for weeks and <laughs> which is fine but you know having the option to wear pants yeah, it's awesome. Right. Um so right, just the functionality option. of it and then um that's what got me into personal training. Then after that, I started doing a little more weightlifting, and then I never competed, but started to get into physique-style training, so mm-hmm. I could see my body changing. Then I got more into nutrition. That's why I'm more into nutrition coaching, and I have my meal plans and my own nutrition business on the side now. So um, it all kind of started there, and as more people asked questions, I was like, dang, there is a need for this, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. It's fun. I love it. Yeah. So that's, it's just continued that way.
0: What do you, what do you like about it? There's so many things I want to dig into all that part, all parts of that story. But uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's, for me, it's like just interacting with people one on one. I really enjoy that. But like, is there something that kind of hits home for you as far as?
1: I think that that again is ever evolving. So I think in the beginning I was really excited to see what my body could do and how it could physically change. And like, I Never had a butt before, and then I was like, wow, squats equal butt. This is great. And then nutrition equals, you know, burning more fat, and so your abs start to show a little bit more, and then hip style training, learning all those different things, and then seeing other people ask questions and see your transformation. They ask questions say, how do I do this? And I think that the most exciting part is customizing something, whether it's nutrition or workouts for someone, that's gonna work for them. Because what I do isn't necessarily gonna work for someone else. Right. And I think just getting people to realize that they don't need me. They don't need me at all. They just need themselves and they need something bigger than them to get them through. And I think that seeing other people get that light bulb moment Just, like, it lights my fire. I love it. And I think that um, having so much information in this industry and just growing up in a time where everything's at our fingertips. Like, right now, you and I are in this podcast interview, and I can learn as much about PT and movement as I want in the next 30 minutes if I wanted to. Like, everything is at our fingertips. It's so accessible. And I think that just this, you know, it's scary how much knowledge we can get, but it's – because some of it's just BS – but a lot of it's BS. <laughs> I mean, of part of BS. the, part, yeah, right? A lot of it's BS. But I think that when you are so passionate about helping others and not just receiving the benefits of it, like in a financial standpoint or just for yeah. your audience, like I don't care how many followers I have on Instagram or how many listeners I have. I just want to impact, I just want to impact people and yep. make sure that they understand that they can go farther in their own
0: nutrition and diet and health. Yeah. Yeah. That's them. a big buzzword for me is impact, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's lots mm-hmm. of things that you can you know, get fame or you can get a bunch of money. But like for me, typically, how can it impact the most amount of people mm-hmm. with the least amount of work? I mean, that sounds weird, but like, you yeah, know, you want to own... be
1: efficient with yeah, it. And yeah. people, people like bullet points. They don't want, and I, here I am not being efficient with my words, but people like bullet points. They don't want to go in and read a 75 page blog post. They want to know, okay, they won't, what do yeah. I, yeah, they won't. And you know, they want to know how do I get my abs to show? How do I burn my lower body belly fat? How do I get an ass? How do I, um, improve my digestion, which is something that I'm so obsessed with is digestion, proper food combining, um, how to use food as fuel and finding out what little foods trigger your body. Like Mm -hmm. why should you not be eating this? Cause you have IBS and digestion is just such a huge part of that. We can talk about that later, but yeah. Um, what were you we talking
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, we're going to um, go down a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah. I love that. I mean, just even what you said in the beginning, like, hey, you're deficient on iron. Mm-hmm. Let's go eat some spinach, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is not the way people think right now. Mm-mm. People think I'm low on iron. What are they going to do? What yeah. supplement do I need? Or like, you know, what pill can I take? Not, hey, yeah. can I go get this naturally or whatever? Yeah. Like, I love that you're just... That's and kind of aligning.
1: I can't tell you how... I get... Probably, and I'm not exaggerating. Probably ten different DMs a day from different people saying, "I bought this new supplement. What do you think about it?" And I'm like, "I don't care about anything. Send me a picture of the ingredients, and I'll get it." And there's a hundred different ingredients, you know. Or what do you think about this this protein bar? And I'll be like, "Send me the picture of the ingredients." Even though I probably, I kind of know. I'm like, "Oh, would you look at that brown? You know, brown rice syrup is the second ingredient. Oh, it's like you're gonna burn that up in a second. Like." I want people to be sustained. I don't want people to crash. I want people to know what foods are going to spike them to make them hungrier later when I want them to just be level throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, people do not have to crash and crave. It's not efficient unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger in a bodybuilding competition. It's not efficient to eat seven small meals a day. Who has that time? Genuinely, who has that? Yeah. I, I could not think of one person who has that time. Um,
0: that used to be the cool thing to do. I, don't, I mean, yeah. early 2000s when we had this big transition where it's like you burned more because your metabolism kept going. Yeah. You know, it's amazing but, what people can believe. I believed that for a while. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. I was in college and I was like, totally, six meals a day and like, you know, it was a cottage cheese at Apple. Like, I just had this whole regiment. Yeah. It was like literally catered around exactly. that.
1: Exactly. And then you realize, okay... Well, if I'm eating six small meals a day, that's leaving about two hours between my meals, I'm not getting any time to digest, my digestive tract is going crazy, cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, cortisol levels get spiked every time you start to digest food. So if you're constantly in this state of stress, you're not gonna poop regularly, you're gonna have a tough time sleeping, you're not gonna get the gains you want, it's not sustainable. It might be sustainable for a short period of time, But throughout your life, it just doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah. And I love what you said before. We're going to circle back as much mm-hmm. as I can yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But um, just, I mean, multiple things. One is that, like, you're trying to give people the knowledge mm-hmm. so they can literally sustain this themselves. Like, same thing we do with physical therapy. Like, come in. Okay, I'm hurt. Here are your exercise you need to do. By the way, if this happens again, you have the knowledge to literally treat this yourself on mm-hmm. your own. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, teaching people how to fish, I think. Totally. Yeah, you, know, you, give, a man,
1: of- you give a man a... She eats for a day you teach a man to fish he eats for life oh my god
0: you just said that amazing i can never remember
1: that (laughs) um and i come a thousand percent i I, like the nutrition plans that i create for people are so custom to them that they are we have like an hour-long consultation beforehand because we go so deep down into what is going on in their whole life and they start to see all these things that they didn't even know was going, was affecting them in their progress, whether it be gaining muscle, whether it be movement or like they can't sleep or they can't poop, whatever. Um, they're just trying to lose weight. They, you know, we create it so customized to them cause there's no, there's no Everyone one size so, fits yeah. all. Yeah. And so we'll create it so custom to them that they, excuse me, can't help. Speaking of digestion, just belched into your camera <laughs> or into your microphone. Um, they, it's so customized to them that they can't help but notice. Wow, I haven't been bloated this week. People genuinely have no idea how good they can feel.
0: Oh yeah, That's or a good one. or they
1: won't understand how bad they were feeling. They're yeah. like people. I can't tell you how many people are like, I feel fine, like I sleep great until they really sleep great or right. until they're really like regular with their pooping schedule or they're really hitting it hard in the gym and they have that energy. So I think that um, making a- sure they have that knowledge of their themselves like how high they could be you know Cr- yeah. it, nutrition and exercise and being regular and having that freed up energy it's crack
0: yeah I and mean, it's a double edged sword the body is pretty amazing that literally can adapt to anything yes. right i've used this scenario with a lot of my patients like and it scares some people, I'm sorry if it scares you, but <laughs> you know, you can have a tumor the size of a softball in your brain and nobody would ever notice. Mm. Like that's that how crazy? much you're, yeah, you're, you're, it'll just adapt. You will function completely fine. Mm. And your body's the same way. Like I can function off a little sleep, I can function off a crappy diet, I can function off not exercising. I mean, look at, unfortunately, what people can put through their body. You know, I was watching mm-hmm. that My 600 pound Life stuff. Uh. I'm like, how can those people exist? But like our body, which is great, it's so resilient. and. They're like, how'd them. I
1: end up like this? Yeah, and, like, not after one night. Yeah,
0: it takes a long time, uh, yeah. you know? And But the great thing is, obviously, things can reverse, right? Just all the stuff that you mm-hmm. talked about. But it just takes a lot of time, effort. And I think people do need to have that aha moment where, like, um, I've had that before. Like, I thought I was eating really well until, like, I kind of um, incorporated some intermittent fasting mm-hmm. and kind of did, like, Whole30 type stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't realize I was crashing at 3 o'clock. I thought it was just, like, a normal thing. a normal thing.
1: You hear yeah. everyone who sits at a 9 to 5 desk and they're <clears throat> saying, Yeah, you know, after lunch, blah, 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 I get a little... No, food comas are not... The only time you should have a food coma is, like, after Thanksgiving when that's... Nobody's going to not. Right. You know, so there's... You don't... Like, with proper food combining, with intermittent fasting, if that's something you want to do, then you have unlimited potential in your body. Like, your body was made for fight or flight. If our ancestors or cavemen, if they had had a non-food, com- properly food combined meal yeah. or if processed food or whatever, and they had to nap and then a lion started chasing them, they're totally f. Like they have, to, you ha- we're made for fight or flight. We're right. made for movement. We're made for protecting made to move. ourselves. Made to move. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're made to move. Yeah. And if we're you know made to sleep after every meal then
0: we're gonna die right <laughs> like
1: that's it Sorry. right
0: it's amazing what people can think is normal when it's completely yeah. not you know like we get that a lot too i'm sure you do too like yeah oh my genetics are this way or like this is just the way it is i can never change it's like all right just follow this for three weeks and then you'll realize that you yeah. can change you know
1: let's we can even talk about some specifics because i know that like you and i get this but some listeners might be like what are they talking about? Yeah. So dig into it, please. I mean, even, even people who think that they are, and I'm going to go back into the, you know, digestion, of course. Do it. Yeah. So even people that say, and I bet you, some of your listeners are probably going to, this is going to resonate with some of them. Okay. Some people, mostly men will end up like going to the bathroom, going number two, once or twice a day. That's pretty normal Mm -hmm. for a guy. They have like a fiery digestive system. It's a little bit better. They're like better at digesting. Um, And then there's women who have what I call an Ayurveda, which is like, we won't go into it. But um, it's a colder digestive system. So Mm -hmm. it takes a little longer and they have to maintain that heat in order to digest their food. Um, So, which means that women more often get bloated than men. Bloating makes you tired. It makes you lethargic. It makes you not want to do anything. It makes you less motivated. You don't want to go to the gym when you're bloated. You're feeling disgusting. Yep. You don't want to eat better when you're bloated. You want to like It kind of gets you depressed, so you feel like you need to eat these comfort foods and these sure. soft foods or chug freezing cold water or things like that. But there are so many little things. And I tell people, if you're bloating throughout the middle of the day, think about what you're eating. <laughs> are you eating... Um, Are you eating a bunch of fruit with your other food? So fruit is – this is just one example like for your listeners. This is just one thing that they can take home with them. Mm -hmm. Proper food combining-wise, if you find that you're crashing throughout the middle of the day and you're snacking on, let's say, an apple and peanut butter or you have an apple with your salad at lunch or your sandwich at lunch, that's automatically going to cause disruption in your belly, So, which, again, is going to cause that fatigue midday. So you always want to make sure that you're having fruits – on an empty stomach. So at least 20, 30 minutes on their own. Except for melons, they need to be on like a company. I didn't know that. Okay. Stomach. Yep. So they ferment differently. So think of your digestive tract like this. Like a funnel. So it gets... It starts really big, ends really small. So Fruit digests faster than any other food in the world. So if you're eating that after you eat a sandwich that's digesting really slow, it's like a car that's trying to go at a different speed but can't get by. So it's going to cause some air and some discomfort in your digestive tract. So that's going to cause your body to use up its energy to try and figure that out. Mm -hmm. So if you're eating your fruit earlier in the day before anything else, then it's going to have time to digest before anything else, which frees up a lot of your energy. That's why I think that you you probably benefit from intermittent fasting, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So why do you love it? Because uh, I can sustain my energy a lot better. I just feel, like, fresher when I am I eat a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like, it's mainly due with energy level, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Like, once I got used to, like, not eating for 12 to 10 hours, mm-hmm. my energy level, you know, you have to get through that initial kind of, like, totally. ugh, this sucks. But eventually it's, like, dang. Like, like I have so much, much time. Yeah. <laughs> I think a big thing, too, is, like, because they do these studies, like, the the people that eat the least amount are the mm-hmm. healthiest, like the blue zone kind of people. Yes, the blue zone
1: people. they don't
0: eat that much. They no. like you know a big lunch and a small dinner, and like that's kind of it. Like they you know, eat like snakes exactly. And mm. so you know, I sometimes call it eating like a tiger, which is probably too far on the other side. We literally don't eat just one big meal all day. No, that's a little like drastic. Some people do, but yeah, I, we're not eating it. Yeah throughout the day what works for you kind of thing right yeah. and so like if i can skip breakfast and sometimes i like breakfast at lunch like mm-hmm. that's i'm hitting my sweet spot I love exactly it. Yeah.
1: and it you're not a slave to food for the rest of the day where you're like craving and crashing yep. so so the reason why you have so much energy is because your body takes so much energy to digest, to digest food yeah. and it's unreal especially animal proteins i'm not like a total vegan or anything like that but i have really cut down on animal products like i really Maybe. I'm, I'm like 90-10 here, so I try and do as much plant-based as possible, and I am not kidding you. People are like, how much coffee have you had? Do you take Adderall? What's going on? I'm like, no. I genuinely – this is energy that everyone could have, mm-hmm. but I've just like unlocked it, freed it up within myself by proper food combining. So if your readers or your listeners can take home anything from this – Eat fruit on an empty stomach. I don't know why I'm looking at your microphone. No, just can't (laughs) take I'm like staring at this microphone using my hands. (laughs) Um, Eating fruit on an empty stomach will change your life so if you're eating fruit throughout the middle of the day as like your pick-me-up make sure that it's at least 30 minutes and then don't drink water with your meals drink it like 20 30 minutes before 20 30 minutes afterwards because you need those digestive enzymes to break down the food mm-hmm. and they start in your mouth so
0: yeah there's like so many little nuggets that i've had like one is like chew food until it's liquid yeah you ever heard like, something like 27
1: that? times or yeah so like that's
0: what you're supposed to do because that's proper for digestion yeah like as far as in like your mouth or certain digestive you want enzymes. it like a
1: smoothie which yeah. is like you want it to be basically pre-digested food
0: yeah. i yes. told my kids that they think it's hilarious they make fun of me all the time I'm like chew till it's liquid i it's like you know getting that habit now they're I'm like, like
1: dad i'm gonna swallow this meatball hole like, yeah they want no to I'm like, no please
0: don't i only had to do the heimlich once to my daughter it was, ter- it was terrible. terrible but you know she's good
1: um what do your kids eat what do they gravitate to what do you keep in the house that's healthy for them
0: oh man they eat exactly like we do nice yeah i mean the only stuff that they may eat a little bit different is uh um they'll have like a goldfish or something like that yeah. as a snack for lunch but yeah. like you know they eat blueberries raspberries a mm-hmm. lot of fruit so much fiber. by itself which i didn't even know yeah you know sometimes they eat fruit with uh with mixed nuts but now mm-hmm. i'm gonna separate it i love that yeah you know um but yeah i mean they eat fruits vegetables exactly love that it they do. yeah they don't eat separate
1: them young yeah then they won't even like they won't know you know no, they have no they're idea. they get offered food anywhere else. It's like, at home, you may as well keep it healthy.
0: Yeah. I never, I mean, that's a whole different discussion. That's true. That's yeah. True. But we'll it's just like, it you know, it, I don't see why you'd have to cook a different meal for your kids, why they need to eat mac and cheese while you eat a healthy steak and green beans. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to yeah. eat what we eat. They eat salmon. You yeah. Know, my son's favorite f- food is sushi.
1: Oh yes, yeah. It's Homemade sushi time for his yeah. next
0: birthday. Yes. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. That's a good idea. Oh, that would
1: be fun. That sounds like a mess. But yeah, he's like, oh look, wasabi. Yeah, we'll yeah. he loves it. Yeah, oh, no,
0: absolutely. Oh,
1: that's good. Love yeah. that. Well, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I feel about health. That's like how I got into it. That's what I love about it. And again, rabbit hole. I'm sure we could get into it. But.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of rabbit holes we can get into. Oh. What about on the like on the fitness side? Mm-hmm. Like you're doing some personal training and stuff too. Like. So
1: right now I only train a couple of clients on a personal basis just because I love them and I don't want to let them go. They're so great. Like I definitely want to dedicate my time to them, but I've learned, like we were talking about earlier, you work, I don't even know if we were recording at that time, but we were talking earlier about working more efficiently, working Mm -hmm. smarter, not, not, it's all about relative income and the amount of time it takes you to get X Y.
0: And impact, right? And like impact. Yeah, income and impact. Like and I'm...
1: I feel like if I stretch myself too thin, then I'm giving my clients and my people and members, even at the gym that I work at, you know, giving them not, maybe 90%. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So I kind of cut down on personal training and now um, the style of training that I'm personally doing is more of a mixture where maybe two years ago it was all physique style. So one day I would do, you know, two or three heavy leg days per week. Um, I would add in hit. Sessions within those days, and then I'd have one heavy cardio day, and then one really heavy upper body day. And when I say heavy, I mean just like weight say, weight, what do you consider,
0: Yeah. Um, what do you consider like heavy leg day? Like what kind of exercises would you be doing? So for like a
1: heavy leg day at the gym um, on my own, I'll do things. I'll start off with heavy compound movements, so things like the bench press, things like loaded back squats or um walking lunges those are some of my favorites yep. and then i'll end with more like what you call accessory movements. so maybe like a hamstring curl laying down and then um i love band work i think that if you're trying to like get your butt to pop really then you'll use bands as resistance work i think mm-hmm. it's amazing okay um
0: like weighted too like
1: i'll use i'll just use bands. bands when i'm doing back squat as well or um but if you're just now getting started and you want to like kind of tone your legs up but you don't really know where to start, um, I always recommend activating your muscles first or warming them up in the right places. So things like donkey kicks and really getting your heel up towards the sky. So if you guys are listening, then just Google what a donkey kick is. Go to the gym.
0: It's everywhere. You know, yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: it's everywhere. And do those before you do your squats, before you do your lunges because if you can feel your butt on fire before you work it, then you're going to pick up on what muscles are being used, and making sure that you have proper form. Um, Not everyone can afford a personal trainer, so I started everything on YouTube. I just, I YouTubed everything. Yeah, you said the
0: information is out there. It's
1: out there. Like, Google one leg workout for intro beginners, you know? Like, it's everywhere, and people, you don't need a personal trainer. Stand in front of a mirror, mirror. if it it doesn't look like the picture, fix it. And ask people around you. It's not weird. You know?
0: Yeah, we talk about this a lot. A lot of people are like, well, you know, did th- my form need to be this way? And like, there's obviously some merit to having good form. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. It's, it's more though for performance. Like, it's going to be really hard to injure yourself. You know, just doing. A, uh, you know, like a squat with your knees like caved in. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, crap, okay, yeah. I do that. I'm going to rupture something. Like, no. You like, have you... a
1: herniated disc. Yeah. Like, I just, like... I
0: hate that kind of fear mongering. Mm-hmm. So it's like, go out there and just try stuff. Like, be smart. Usually people yeah. just do too much too soon or do too heavy too yeah. soon. Yeah,
1: agree. You know? Completely. Those would doing, be the reasons, yeah. but If you're doing deadlifts and you've got, you know, 150 pounds on the bar and you've never done it before, probably not maybe bring a friend. Yeah. But also, like... Think about it it this way. If you go into the gym and you say, I want to do a leg workout and you're starting to feel it in your back more, think about it. Yeah. Are you... Like, literally, squeeze the muscles that you want to work while you're doing that move. So, if you're doing a squat and you bend down, you're like, my knees. Squeeze your butt. Not with your hands, but squeeze your butt. Clench your butt. And then your weight will automatically move to your heels where it needs to be. Right. Like, just if you... Don't overthink it. Almost, if you underthink it, it's better. Yeah, just
0: we see that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I've dealt with a lot of like trainers out there. Like, what about this? I'm like this. I'm like, can you just squat for me? Oh, okay, great. Now, yeah, like squeeze your, your butt. Oh, yeah. Okay, everything's fixed. Hooray. you know what I mean?
1: Fantastic job. Yeah, like, no I mean, more back pain. It's
0: definitely much simpler than most people put it out for. Mm-hmm. They want to make it overcomplicated, it, and it's mm-hmm. really, it's really. I like that idea, like because people talk about this another buzzword, but like the mind muscle connection, mm-hmm. you know, and like. There's some debate of like, oh, like my muscles are gonna get bigger because I'm thinking about them more. That's not maybe or maybe not the case. But well, like, what's
1: happening there is you're thinking about your muscles more, so yes. you're going to the gym more. You're eating properly. Like you're you're feeding your mind the nutrition it needs to fe- right. to fuel your muscles. Like yeah. everything is intentional and everything is connected. But even going back to it, like some people may think that to get the body that they want, they might need to do heavy weightlifting, or because that's how I got the body that I truly desired. Like I wanted really lean but I wanted like really toned muscles and I still wanted to have a butt and I was like how do I get this so I was eating enough and also doing weightlifting and hip training but I would also do yoga once a week um hot yoga when I was living in Arizona
0: you mean you didn't get bulky? That could be a whole nother conversation. So I won't talked go about into it. But
1: yeah. here's what I will say. So hormones are real. So like if you're going into hormones, if we're going there, like maybe heavy weight training isn't for you. Maybe only a couple times a week it's good for you or hit style high intensity is good for you only a couple times a week. And then you need workouts that are maybe... Lowering your cortisol level, like yoga or yep. bar, things like that. I mean, you still getting your heart rate up, but not giving you that fight or flight instinct. Yep. So, um, I think that starting out, go where you want to go. If you start to resent your workouts, you're going right. to fail yeah. and you're going to start to like... You're not going to recognize your progress when you're resenting your workouts. Yeah. Um, so we, get, cool, yeah. You want.
0: we get questions like, what's the best exercise or what should I be doing? And like, you just kind of just answer it, like, whatever you enjoy doing and yeah. are going to do consistently, and like you can always, do that first. And, and then we and, can talk later about, yeah. okay, you know, should we, what day should we lift heavy and how often, And what exercises, totally. compound movements versus accessory. Like, sure. You want to go down the rabbit hole, but like you're just beginning, like literally just move your body four go or five days a, a week. Walk. Yeah. Do go stuff that walk. you're like, will go back and you enjoy being around those people. Exactly. Like, like, it's a broken record on this podcast but it cannot be emphasized enough. and also like
1: think about it you can amplify or modify any workout if high intensity training and lifting is what you want to be doing but you don't feel great doing it do super lightweight do body workouts out like do hit workouts maybe at the park where it's not you know with boom boom music and you're not like sprinting around i need
0: to get outside you know you
1: get outside (laughs) more you up Mm. your vitamin d like we're in charleston looks good outside yeah and then if you're interested in yoga and you're like, I just need something zen and blah, blah, blah. Then up it to hot yoga. Add in some weights. Do some power yoga. You know, you can always amplify and modify workouts to reach your goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can do pretty much you could anything. Do anything. Like, like <laughs> fitness is like right everywhere here. right now. That's a great part, right? Yeah. So like this kind of commercialization of fitness and it's both good and bad, but I think it's mainly good because there's people's, it's, there's a ton of options. There's a ton of resources, you know, there's a McDonald's in every corner, but now there's, like, a gym in every corner, too, which I love. So there is,
1: I think that as long as people are understanding that they need to set their own expectations and their own goals, not based on what other people have seen success with, I think that listening to your body is huge, that muscle-mind connection, and also like social media is great right now. I'm I'm very thankful for it cuz it's like kind of how I grow my business at Eliza G underscore fitness. And then Show notes coming. And yeah. then um I also just think that like it's great, but I know so many at least girls will get down on themselves. They'll see this great body and they're like, "Why can't I have that? She must be genetic or she must be in the gym 15 hours a week blah 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 but really it just at least it gets people more health conscious Mm -hmm. they're asking questions now they're interested they're they're taking under they're taking control of their own health and nutrition and uh, even if they're starting at ground zero, they have no idea what the heck they're doing. You know, they're still asking questions and they're still yeah. being mindful, which yeah. I think is wonderful.
0: Yeah, and there's more people I think giving the right information, like people that we have on this podcast, like you. Mm-hmm. Like I ate more, right? Like I lifted heavy. Like those things are just I think those are really important for for women to hear, especially. Yeah, you know, and if you're you, still fighting that. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of people who still don't think that if they lift heavy, literally, they're gonna get bulky and feel bulky. And it's also hard of like how do you feel like it should be more about how you like how you look is important. Mm-hmm. I want to look a certain way. That's fine. I get mm-hmm. it. Right. But like it should first be about kind of like how I feel. Yeah. And then we can tweak the kind of like I want a six pack or mm-hmm. that kind of stuff afterwards.
1: And like ninety percent of the time, if we're going towards women. Uh, Most of my audience is women and a lot of the time what I hear is I don't want to get bulky or I see that My thighs are getting big or things like that. Yes, people have fat deposits in different parts of their body Um, People based on hormone levels can gain weight in different parts of your body but if if all is good, you know the average person you're not getting bulky all muscle is lean muscle people are like i want to build lean muscle i'm like okay as opposed to fat muscle yeah. there's no such white thing meat dark meat
0: right that's a thing like, i'm like
1: there's no such thing all muscle is lean muscle so i've
0: never know. heard that it's amazing what i can hear you know what i mean you know i'm in a little silo sometimes so i just want i want to hear what the you know quote unquote the normal person thinks like yeah. lean muscle like different than other kinds of muscle that's what
1: i'm saying and like the,
0: the, oh. toned rather than like no it's muscle <laughs> is there some... the, well
1: yeah. there are some women out there and this is fine if this is your goal it's not a judgment from what your goals are you know reach your goals however you want to but um that's why i'm saying like find what feels good for your body if you feel not good doing weightlifting, then don't do it but if you i have some women who say i don't want any muscle to show they want to be like wet noodles and that's fine sure but they want to be lean and strong but have no muscle showing i'm like okay let's find a middle ground yeah like maybe that's just diet maybe you go for long walks your butt will start to droop but maybe we'll go for long walks and you up your nutrition and we'll, we'll figure that yeah. out. But um, I think that fueling your body and also when people say they get bulky, it's, it's fat on top of muscle. You got to burn fat.
0: In some ways, I feel like it's a feeling because we'll say that after a week and like hypertrophy just does not, like hypertrophy being your muscles getting uh-huh. bigger, just does Swelling. not happen. In, in, you know what I mean? It's no. very unusual, right? Women
1: just don't even have enough testosterone in their body to get right. to that size. Like, right. I, I don't know if you've ever tried to really put on muscle. Like, oh, it's just,
0: almost impossible. Inv- I mean, the, people so ask hard. me, like, I squat heavy all the time. I cannot get any bigger than I am. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's very hard to get big. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it takes a lot of
1: dedication. It is a lot. Like yeah. if you're naturally burning 2000 calories a day, you're resting metabolic yeah. rate and you're eating 1700 calories a day or 2000 or even 220,000. Did I say that right? No, no.
0: 220,000 calories. 2200
1: yeah. calories. Then that's probably still not enough. And again, yeah. do you have time? You got to, you have to make a thousand calorie smoothie then like you've got to find the time to do all of it. It's tough work to bulk. Yeah. And what might be happening is you're, you're not losing fat, Yeah. but in order to lose fat, you need to have a little more muscle on your body or be in a complete cal- caloric deficit. Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. And I'd rather live my life. I w- would rather, um, I would way really rather eat yeah. know, a lot. Enjoy yourself. I, don't, I yeah. enjoy myself and not feel guilty and it's, I, I eat really healthy food. Yeah. But I like volume. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of that's reframing too. With a lot of the clients you talk about, of like they think a certain way, and you've got like, all right, how do we peel back the layers of why you maybe think this way, or how we yeah. can reframe some of these things. And
1: then it's like, I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. Have you pooped today? Like, That'll be. No, <laughs> they're like I haven't in three days. I'm like, let's start there. Yeah. So starting from the bottom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And just again, look more introspectively of like how do you feel yeah and nine times out of ten at least what I've seen the healthier that I actually feel the more fit I look and yeah like, they're just like let's just you know that's a better litmus like how do I feel usually I know if I ate bad or you know when I wake up in the morning and how do yeah. I feel yeah. you know like Where are I'm you like,
1: feeling guilt or do you actually feel bad or actually yeah. do you feel fine after having that meal or yeah. like
0: I have food hangovers. I'm a big drinker anymore. Now I have these food hangovers. I'm like, oh uh, my God. Like, that uh, that gluten. Uh, yeah. You know, like, we had yeah. somebody become a uh, nothing but cakes with somebody who came by. Yes, brought, I've oh, seen those. They were so good. And But yeah, the next morning I'm like, okay, that was a lot of sugar. And they brought some to the gym the other day. I'm like, why yeah. are yeah.
1: you doing this? Like, yeah. why didn't you bring us some coconut water? Right.
0: <laughs> I can't have that stuff around. I'll eat it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A
1: lot of people, that's, that's a big thing is people are like, if it's around, I'll eat it. I'm like, then you... Sometimes you have to take yourself out of those situations. Yeah. Sorry, but sometimes you really got to just put your foot down and say, I have to leave. Yeah. And then we can go a little deeper and figure out some substitutes because it's not sustainable to do that all the time. But order before you get there and don't open the menu. Like little right. things like that. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean, it's challenging, but like, again, what I've and I, you know. It's, again, broken record, but, like, there's now these communities or these little silos. High Low could, is definitely one of them of, like, people that are fit and, like, all yeah. talk in the same language and, like, very empowering and we're trying to get all on the same page mm-hmm. and putting good information out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot to be said about surrounding yourself with those kinds of people. A thousand percent. You know. We
1: all very much believe in balance. Yeah. Our our biggest dudes and our most jacked dudes still go to bar. Right. You know, they still work their booties in bar and, like, they still do yoga because, Health and fitness to me is being able. It's being able to touch your toes and squat heavy if you want to, and it's also being able to feel satisfied at the end of the day by going for a long walk. I think that it's just utilizing the body that you have, and understanding that we are only given. We don't even know how much time we're allotted. So if we're if you could like, break, your back, you you could day, break
0: right? your back and not be able to walk the next day. You mean could break your
1: back and not be able to walk the next day. Mean girl style. Yes, Regina George it up, you guys. And I'm telling you, I don't want anyone to wait for that. You know? Yeah. I don't want anyone to have to overcome some crazy injury in order to realize that fitness is important. And I also don't want anyone to have to get a prescription for their fitness, really. You know, find what feels good for your body and listen to it. I think that being healthy is being able to listen to your body and adapting with it. And change is good, and change is okay, and it should be a little scary, but it should be fun. Like, you should be having a fun time
0: with it. Did you just answer my question already? Like, what's a healthy person?
1: Healthy person, okay. Yeah, you kind of just already did, you know, know, but
0: we can just keep rolling with it. I don't know if you have, like, a summation or anything you want to add to that. That was really good.
1: No, because think about it. We are all, we should, we should, our diet should change as often as our fitness should change as often as our minds should change, and... If you had asked me three years ago what I thought health was, I would have said toned body, strong muscles, and nutrition. Right now, I say, you know, being able to have your days with very little stress, move your body how you want to, be off your cell phone as much as possible in the morning, have 10 minutes to yourself, have a good morning routine, which is huge. We won't go into that. That's a tire, entirely different podcast. Yeah, we'll do one you know, just on that. <laughs> God, it's good. And I, I can't tell you. Most of my podcasts are like about the morning routine, or I at least talk about it. But
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, having a healthy morning routine, having a good conference call, which is what I call poop, and then you know, all these different things that lead up to a good workout. That's what's health to me.
0: Right yeah, now. yeah. So that's good. What is your morning routine? I, I mean, you just. Built it up like that. I'm very curious. Morning, I man. have one as well. So I'll, oh, I'll, I can't sh- wait to I'll, hear I'll right. show You live. go first. You go first. Okay, yeah. So um, I have two kids. Yeah. So my wife gets up with the kids. I slowly get up behind her. Um, uh, we're very fortunate. I get to walk my son to school every Aww. single day. So we walk to school. I will... Wait, what it, time is that? Get specific. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So um, she wakes wake up, up just before s- 7. So okay. I'm up usually by 7, 7.15. That's nice. I'm up just kind of like helping get ready. We're out the door by like 7.20. Mm-hmm. It's about a 10 or 15 minute walk. Drop them mm-hmm. off. Then I put the um, AirPods in. I listen to a podcast. I do it from a 30 to 40 minute walk. There's actually a place where I can hang. So I actually hang for anywhere from a minute to two minutes.
1: Nice. But just hanging
0: is very good for your shoulders. Just, you know, side note there.
1: Decompressing your spine. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, just, it's very
0: natural to talk about cavemen. Like, they climbed. Like, totally. that's just, why are we not climbing more? But anyway, yeah. So um, after that, I get back. I will um, clear out as much email as I can, mm-hmm. just like maybe 15, 20 minutes, just so I don't get behind so quickly, because once my days start, it's just an absolute storm. You I'm don't want to be a slave to your email. Yep. And then um, my wife takes my daughter's school at 9 o'clock, so I have about 10 minutes where nobody's in the house. Mm-hmm. So I meditate for 10 minutes. Yep. And uh, not every, like... I wish I did every day, but more like more and more each week. It's getting more, and more so of a good. habit. And then yeah, then I'm making breakfast, which is usually spinach kale raw, because raw is apparently better than cooked. Christopher's
1: veggies great for your gut. Yeah, yes. there you
0: go. I do one like a uh, fried egg and one piece of sausage, one piece of bacon, wow. and. On to work and crush the day. Yes. That's
1: all proper food combined too. Is it? But okay, good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I learn a lot from
0: these podcasts. Honestly, every single time, it's like one little nugget there and just implement. Like I love, I've, I feel like always there seems to be like a big lesson here. What I love that we've talked about is that it's ever evolving mm-hmm. and like adaptable. Like you've got to evolve and adapt. Like what worked a year ago won't work for you today. Or like our information changes all the time. Like if we're not evolving, especially with much information coming mm-hmm. now,
1: if we're not evolving, it's so inefficient. Can you imagine right now? If I said, "Oh my God, what is this guy's number?" You had to go look in a Rolodex, and I had to spin a rotary phone to try and get there. It would take me twenty five minutes. Right now, yeah. you can go on your phone and share a contact. Like, yeah. you have to evolve. And
0: click, yeah, click. You phones. gotta yeah. evolve,
1: and it's just if you don't, then it gets boring too. Yeah, you gotta have something new to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> something new to do. Go for, you for yours. Curious. I'm very curious. It's my morning routine. Yes. Okay. Do Got it down time. to a science. Yeah. Yes, you do. It's it's a it's quick. Okay. So I wake up at let's just say on average like. 5 30 every morning oh my god maybe five more power to you yep <laughs> we won't go into them Oof, we won't go into that um <laughs> but so some mornings i have to wake up at 3 30 so my my routine is sacred for me to start the day so 3 30 if i coach a five ten class then i like to have my morning i don't want to rush into anything i don't want my cortisol levels to, to be high
0: when you go to bed <laughs>
1: Tonight, I'm going to bed at 8.15. I'm okay. not kidding. Yes, life is All weird. All
0: right, sorry. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Again, rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole.
1: So let's just say I wake up at 5. I don't snooze. I won't snooze. Um, I sleep with my phone on airplane mode, so I keep it off airplane mode. I push turn off on my alarm, and then I lay in bed, and I literally say, not out loud, but I think to myself three things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether it be... I can walk. Because some days I wake up kind of pissed. I don't know why. I'm just not ready for the day. I don't want to do that. I'm normal. And I'll... Whatever. I think of three things that I'm grateful for. Wake up. Put my robe on. My slippers on. And I go to the kitchen. I press my coffee because it's prepared the night before. And then I drink 32 ounces of room temperature water. So I'll drink probably half of that at that time. Then I go, like, do my face. Wash my brush my teeth. Whatever. And then, um, then I come back out press my coffee, it should be ready to go, then I finish the rest of my room temperature water, room temperature water is huge, I'll put a little bit of pink Himalayan sea salt in it, because it's, yeah. gives you minerals, yep. and all these different things, um, so, and there's no taste, it's not weird, it's just ionized, and then I'll drink all of that before I have my coffee, I don't want to put acid on my stomach before coffee, in my coffee I'll do cinnamon, so it's just not breaking a fast, not boosting insulin levels, whatever, um, so I'll drink that and then I go back into my room with my coffee and I read one page out of the daily stoic, which is, an and amazing that book, book. Book. It's, yep. yeah, so I yep. read one page every single day and then I'll read a couple pages out of a book, whether it's one or two, literally just one or two, I'm a slow reader. And, um, in the morning, wow. in okay. the morning, it's tough. I mean, I I'm, sipping evenings, my coffee. Yeah. I'm sipping my coffee, but it's always a book on productivity. So right now I'm reading atomic habits. And the last podcast, we were talking
0: about this. Really? And that, yeah. James so Clear. I went down that rabbit hole. It's yep. so good. And yep. then yep.
1: Very good. I alternate between that and the war of art. Um, yeah, it's another one by Steven Reddit, can't yep. remember. It's yeah. good. So I'm reading at least two pages in the morning and then I turn my phone off of airplane mode. So all that whole time I haven't looked at my phone, haven't turned on blue yeah. light and then I'm like, ah, day starts. But I find that if I set my day up where I have 10 minutes of selfishness of me time, I don't mean to say selfish is a bad thing. I think selfish is a good thing. Oh,
0: God. We could, yeah, another one. Ooh, another one. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. Your, People your need 10 to be minutes more. Of meditation self. is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, it, yeah. I can't do without it almost some days. You mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah.
1: And then everything becomes external, and I'm reactive. Mm-hmm. And um, that has taken time to learn. So I think that one measurable tip is to sleep on airplane mode and give yourself, I'm not kidding, five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes before you look at your phone. Don't As soon as you turn off snooze... Don't yeah. look at it my right.
0: phone is actually not even in my room.
1: Love that. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah.
0: She get like an old school alarm and not even put it in your room. You know? I'm should. lucky my, my wife has her alarm, so she gets up. You know what I mean? And I'd love to time it so I got. I need up to get a before. wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody should <laughs> <I> get a <laughs> wife. <laughs> i go, Can I, bro, can I this week? I'll ask she her. She wants to wake up at three yeah. thirty in the morning. You know, oh, she would pretty. not. That would not go over <laughs> well. Not go well <laughs> at all. You're like, okay, nah, that's enough. Um,
1: but anyway, that's my morning routine. Yeah, so, that's great. But I think the morning routine starts at night. I think you need to have your morning on auto. That's what I say.
0: Yeah. No, 100%. Let's go through some Spitfire. Let's do it. Okay. What are you best at? In life? In life. In anything. I don't know. You can, yeah. It's a dealer's choice.
1: I am best at making people realize that they can be happy in their own skin. I genuinely believe I can do that. And I think I'm good at getting to the bottom of things nutrition-wise.
0: Cool. What do you suck at? Oh, God. What do you struggle with?
1: Catching a ball. Um, (laughs) No. Okay, we're going to be juggling after this and take a video. I struggle with saying no. I struggle with guilt. And I struggle with distraction and creating systems. I
0: have a lot of flaws. Wow, that's a I, lot. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm. That's very introspective. All... Most people can't do that, right? Like, they're just not. I'm working no... on it. Yeah.
1: When you own your own business and you're trying to. I'm learning how to delegate and ask for help. Yeah. And it's really awesome. If people are like too proud to ask for help. Yeah. You gotta outsource people's talent. Talk to Dane. He, he's. He...
0: Dane! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help me. He's my delegator. Or I'm Good. delegating to him See? quite a bit. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. No, it's. Um, that's definitely one of my strengths. I'm like, I don't want. You do it. We've got to talk more about that. I want to see what. I'm happy to help. I do a lot of that (laughs) stuff. What is the uh, number one thing the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? Pick one thing only.
1: Okay. If I could get one person. Okay. Morning routine.
0: Yeah, that's a 10 minutes of solitude in the morning.
1: Morning routine. Morning or night ritual. Yeah. Uh, Hands down, people think that they don't have time, make the time. Make, oh, everybody's got 10 time. Of. If you don't have ten minutes to yourself, you don't have a life.
0: Yeah, somebody said this to me. I used to be a big runner back in the day, and he said somebody, and it, it kind of applies. Maybe not really. Uh, forgive me. Somebody busier than you is always running.
1: Always. Right. And so like, there's always going to be someone busier. Right.
0: So like, always somebody busier doing whatever thing I want to do. So I always kind of remember that. If that person who's busier than me can do a morning routine, of course, so can I. And the right? reason
1: why they probably can do that. Is because they have a morning routine. Right. That's why people are like, I don't have time for meditation. I'm like, oh, then you really need to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. You know? You're even, my, if, yeah. even if you're terrible <laughs> at it. Even if the whole time you're thinking, socks sucks, socks sucks, this sucks. Yeah. Always bounce back to it. Yeah. And then,
0: yeah. Usually the thing you're trying to avoid the most is what you need the most. Like, yep. that's like exercises, that's systems in business, it's yeah. whatever, right? Like, yeah. oh crap, that's exactly what I need.
1: I always try and ask myself this question. I say, am I being efficient right now or am I... Am I actually working towards getting something done right now? Yeah. Or am I on Instagram? So yeah. I have no notifications on my phone ever at all. Yeah. No, it's just like, can't That was the best
0: thing to come out of the last update. What was it? No the, 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 the notifications. Like, I don't see that number. That number drives me crazy. Like on Facebook, where like, it oh, won't show you the number. I see
1: so you got a six. I don't yeah, have any tur- of the updates. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, you got to
0: turn that off. It's the best. Okay. So only tells me if things are updated. Like I have to actually go into the app.
1: Oh, I like that. Yes. Oh, I have that, too. I just have that. But okay. I,
0: that's good. Oh, that good stuff. Yeah. That's so right, good. That was huge for me. All right, we're doing some fun ones. Okay, okay. What is your walkout song?
1: My walkout song? Your
0: walkout song. You come out on stage. What's your walkout song?
1: Oh, man. My walkout song, I think, would be, right now, Who Are We by The Who. I've been playing it a lot in my class because okay. it's that, burp, burp, burp. it's like a really cool. Weird, like, how to wait, how'd it go? Wait, <laughs> The Who, hold on. I got
0: this. Oh, I've never had anyone play it before. So this like starts the workout of like the-
1: Just for me. Oh, okay. Only for the first 20 seconds. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) There's your
0: walkout song, I love it. Yeah. Favorite cartoon?
1: Favorite cartoon? Not really much of a cartoon person, but- Even as a kid? I like Bob's Burgers. Bob's funny. Burgers. Okay. I've never Super I've heard of it. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, that's oh, like whatever.
0: my generation Simpsons, like Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah. Tina, she's who's my girl. Okay. okay. I'm I'm in panic mode. I don't know what my favorite cartoon is, but I like Bob's Burgers. That's, that's not, good. That'll that'll yeah It'll do. It. That'll,
0: that'll, do it. that'll, that'll do. definitely do. It. Um what's the last TV show you watched?
1: Sabrina. My a teenage witch. Sabrina, the new one that There's came out new on Sabrina. Netflix. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. My sister's fiance's brother was one of the writers for it, and I was like, ugh watch
0: and it's so good okay (laughs) pretty good there we go I've not heard that one yet last Mm -hmm. book you read besides Atomic Habits I guess the one before that
1: I read um
0: and the War of Art (laughs) and the Daily Stoic like those three great ones right there I've gone through
1: the Daily Stoic twice and then I read um the oh I don't remember the name oh it's um (laughs) The Wind-Up Bird Chronicles by Murakami. He's a Japanese writer. It's a fiction novel, and it's crazy weird. You feel like you're inside of a dream. If you haven't read it, it's amazing. It's like a leisure book, for sure. Okay. Um, I read it on planes, and it puts me to bed, but it also makes me have the craziest dreams.
0: Okay. I haven't heard that one. I like it. Yeah.
1: The Wind-Up Bird Chronicles. Look it up. It's amazing. (laughs) It's incredible.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Last one. How can people find you? Where, Where do they go?
1: So, if you You listen to podcasts, my podcast is Hotter Than Health, Eliza G Fit, Hotter Than Health, and it's everywhere except for Spotify, but we're working on that. Yeah, we're going to change that today. (laughs) Yep. Um, So, everywhere but there, so listen on SoundCloud, you can also click on the link in my bio at Eliza G underscore fitness on Instagram. Um, I've got a ton of stuff on there, tons of nutrition tips, proper food combining, workouts, um, lots of booty workouts, because that's my specialty, and then... Yeah, lots of good stuff there. And nutrition, meal plans, consultations, booking
0: on my website, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. This Thanks was fun. For having me. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget, your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better healthcare and healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Maybe even leave some comments. Thanks so much.